If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, October 10th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. Halloween Poppy, a.k.a. the OK Beast Blessing, Eddie Oye Jr. I'm not sick. I thought it was going to happen. I got the shot yesterday. Oh, I, got, I got the COVID right, shot. Right, 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 the, right, right, right. I got the flu shot yesterday. Like, what, 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 what reference am I missing? I no, don't know. No. Yeah, I, I admit, My I arm is really sore, though. Yeah, which, yeah? You got the flu shot yesterday? I got the flu shot and the COVID shot, both in the same arm. See, I did, the other week I did flu and pneumonia. And they were like, which one, uh, the flu shot's going to leave you sore. Which one do you want? And I was like, I'll put it in the left one. Then it's right-handed. And my right arm was so fucking sore. It was the okay. sorest I've ever been from a vaccine. So is it, I, I know I never understood exactly like how it works. So like, what's the part that makes you sore? Is it the needle or is it the fact that like, is it the stuff that's being put into you? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's a great question. I really don't have a legitimate answer for it. I would assume it's tech. the stuff that they're putting in you because why would it? You want me to get Kevin? Yeah, if you can get Kevin. Science, science, science with Kev. I'm, I'm Kevin. Because I feel like I get a lot of shots and not all of them leave me sore. Yeah, right. right? So it's got to be something like that, no? Because I would really like to know. William Overton says, don't ask Greg medical questions. What's the, what the fuck is that supposed to be? I mean, he said it's the needle puncturing your deltoid. But is then it, wouldn't it be every, why wouldn't every shot do that? Thing? Are there like longer shots and shorter shots? Exactly. I've gotten like blood drawn and it's not sore. Hi, Kevin. Hey, what's up? So the question on the table right now is, I got one, we were talking about vaccines, right? Mm. You believe they're not real, right? You know what I always say, put a chip in me. Yeah, I know you do. Uh, I, man, I said that to a woman at the restaurant. You know, we'll yeah, you got to be careful with it. That, those no, no, it was, she was just like old. She was like, she couldn't believe that I was using my phone to pay. I was like, oh, yeah, oh. the people put, she's like, I wouldn't want a chip. I'm like, I'll do a chip. Anyways, uh, vaccines. Mm -hmm. I got warned when I was getting my pneumonia one because I got it at the same time as my flu one. They said the pneumonia one's going to leave you sore. Which arm do you want it in? Why do some vaccines make you more sore than others? Um, I don't know. I think it has to do with, like, the needle gauge. Okay. Oh, the mm. gauge of the needle. Yeah, so, like, uh, Bless, you were saying, like, thicker and, and, and wider ones. Because I think the thinner ones, they go in deeper. And that okay. might be why it's sore. I know that, like, when they draw blood, they use a 16 gauge, which is, like, insane. It's a very thick. Yeah. But like the there. and like the, the getting blood drawn doesn't make me sore. Is no, yeah, 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 totally. Because gotcha. like I, I also think that like they're going into muscle versus skin over a vein. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Or an that makes sense. Uh, yeah. A nanobiologist, of course, who is a biologist, writes into kindoffunny.com/slash you're wrong and says the tiny injection of vaccine injected into your arm muscle stretches the muscle fibers and triggers an immune response, leading to temporary inflammation and discomfort. Now, okay. I hear you, Nano, and I like that scientist. Why, though, would they warn me about one and not the other? Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? That's, that's, that's the one thing I'm not caught up on. Dominic says no more needle talk. That's fair. That's understandable. A lot of people got phobias. Yeah. I, did, I was in the middle of Gregway. I did a 20-minute Gregway on the drive to work today. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I, I, prob I was like talking over more and more and more. And I'm going to say it again right now about poop. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, I probably should put a graphic warning on this one. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I know some people are always like, oh, I'm glad I, I'm glad Honestly, I, I, I have like that. When I listen to podcasts and they start talking about poop, yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things where I'll, like, immediately fast forward, even though we're talking about poop right now, and I'm on a podcast. But there's a difference between, like, the idea of poop. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll take, I like, was telling stories about my son. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, oh so it's yeah. like, okay. And then I was like, oh, you know what? I'm putting like in the weeds here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know, not everybody's about that. But yeah, like, I'll take maybe, like, one, maybe two poop slash fart jokes. But when it starts to become, like, okay, the, the topic is about shitting, then I'm like, all right, let's fast forward. <laughs> I'm not a fan of this. I, I get grossed out. I don't know. That's, no, that's fair. That's understandable. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, it doesn't gross me out. What's that? This kind of funny shirt you're oh, wearing. Oh, yeah. The Halloween shirt. Is it available yet on kindoffunny.com slash store? It is no, not because no. I searched. I looked. Yeah, no, it's not. Well, I mean, we like to tease. We like to mm. tease that it's coming. Get people hot and bothered about it. Because it looks great on you and it looks great on me, which means it'll look great on anybody. I like you know the I mean? shirt a If lot. a schlub like me can wear it in a sexy, good-looking man like you could wear it. You yeah. Uh, for audio listeners, right? You got the you got the purple and green. Yesterday, yesterday I said it represents all the Halloween colors. That's how <laughs> yeah, I described exactly. it. Yeah, I yeah. mean it is all the Halloween colors, purple and and black. Um, but yeah, you got the the Halloween colors. Then you have the is this the uh, San Francisco Bridge, Golden Gate, the Golden Gate Bridge, Greg. <laughs> is that what you said? Also, I said that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Goddamn, I'm having fun out here. It's a know? Halloween, but it's a Halloween shirt, but it's also kind of metal as hell. Like the, the yeah. font for kind of funny. Oh issues. yeah, you could wear this anytime. Yeah, if you're gonna go see Guar, you could yeah. wear this shirt. Yeah. If you're gonna see some other goth man, maybe Marilyn Manson, you could mm-hmm. wear this shirt. I know that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Guar. You Guar? <laughs> no. You ever watch Empire Records? No. It's a good movie. You should watch Empire yeah. Records. Actually, you know what? Is it a good movie? I can't tell you. As, as a late 90s, early 2000s movie, watching it in that time period, I enjoyed that movie quite a bit. I got really close last night to watching Eternal Sunshine. Wow. I've never, yeah, I was really. Oh, you've never seen it? I've never seen it. I'm a Jim, Jim Carrey fan, but I've never seen Eternal Sunshine. And I like Jim Carrey. Oh, like, that would be so your shit. And I like him in serious roles. Like, I fucking love Truman Show. That was my shit. And so, like, I was, I was looking forward to it because, what, months and months ago now, I think it was Andy Cortez. I was like, dude, you should watch Eternal Sunshine. You would like it. Um, got close to it, but then I looked and it wasn't on any streaming platform that I had. Oh. I could rent I, I it might, for $4. I might own it on DVD. Nice. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, well, does the PS5 play DVDs? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it plays DVDs. Are yeah. we sure? Or is it just blue? Are we sure it plays yeah. DVDs? Okay. A Blu-ray player can play DVDs. Blessing, I'm messaging you right now. Mm-hmm. This is in vain with what we're talking about. We'll get back to it. Uh, one of my favorite artists is Charlotte Carden. She has a, uh, her new album has a song called Jim Carrey on it. I'm sending that to you. Oh, that's awesome. Are you a Weekend fan? The last weekend album had Jim Carrey doing like the interludes. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was like, he was like a, radio a radio show. host. Oh, wow. Really That's really cool. Okay. I'll check that out too then. Send me that. I sent you this. You send cool. me that. I'll send you the new Drake album as well. Okay. He has also like interludes with like a radio show called Bark Radio because the album's called For All the Dogs. <laughs> Here's what I'll talk about with interludes. Will any interlude ever be as good as Ken Kniff from Connecticut? No, they'll, they'll, they'll not. I'm going to call this motherfucker. <laughs> Let's call this I'm motherfucker. <laughs> I'm from Connecticut. <laughs> Eminem just don't even bother rapping anymore. Just come back with a Jerky Boys album. You know I what mean, I mean? Like, Eminem could like, come back with stand up. Because his rap, let's be honest, his rap isn't that good anymore. I, I, yeah, I, I haven't heard a bop from him in a long time. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like he probably, he probably still has a comedic bone in him where he could, like, oh, sure. I would listen to an Eminem podcast for sure. Sure. I think sure. he would rock a podcast, just not a like a microphone in a booth <laughs> spinning reps. <laughs> you're like, you're done. You're done with the music career and yeah. just do the podcast. Just take off, the, like, get off the beats, you know? Talk. Are are we seeing that yet in your in your line of work over there? Will you pay attention? You care about music a lot. Yeah, yeah. Are you seeing a lot of musicians who no longer can do the music do yeah. the podcast? Yeah. Uh, There's a dude named Joe Button. You I've might know Joe. Yeah. I've heard pump, of pump, pump, pump it up. That's Joe Button. Okay. Yeah, it's probably like one of the most listened to music podcasts out there. Oh, okay. Where he does like album reviews. But is it one of those things like where everyone? Because like my my touchstone obviously is professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Where now every fucking wrestler has a podcast. It's not well. Actually, well, Cam and Mace do as well. Uh, Cameron and, and Mace from 
I don't know what makes on you know breathe stretch chick um but like i think they have a radio show it's happening more and more it's not everybody like i think a lot of rappers retire and just like either chill or they go into other stuff that's not podcasting but there's a handful of of rappers that have retired and gone into podcasting yeah okay wow <laughs> i just glanced over at you're wrong and we definitely kicked a beehive with the whole vaccine uh, why are we hurting nano responds muscle soreness also depends on needle placement some just go into the skin others go into the muscles blood draw is just pulling directly from a vein mm. uh and then somebody here uh oh i'm so sorry is it uh Nawaje's eyes uh, yeah, Nawaje's eyes thank you very much uh says certain vaccines hurt more because they encourage inflammatory actions more than others that's mm. great Oh, also, also shout out Drink Champs. That's another one. Uh, Nor, N-O-R-E. Uh, he was a rapper. Now you ever played Nor, N-O-U-R, the game? No. I, it came out, right? That yeah. was one that came out super recently. Yeah. I was interested in it when I saw it in like State of Plays, and then I think it was just busy, right? That was like September. Yeah, yeah so I never like, got it's, around it's, to it's, it. I don't, yeah, me neither. It's, it's... Whoa. Jim Ryan? <laughs> Sorry, it was, I, I was trying to bring up Nor. And oh, no, good job. Yeah, yeah. It's fine, it's fine. Yeah, this is the, the weird, like, it's an experience rather than a thing. And so, like, I have I have it, but when it's just, like, just go play with stuff, I again, it's been busy. We've been very yeah. busy. I mean, how many times, Craig, have you sat over a, a bowl of food and you're just like, I want to just throw this around. Dude. I, but you, you know, don't want to deal with the mess. Here you go. Everyone knows that I'm a, a bit of a germaphobe, right? And a little, and I'm, I'm, a clean freak isn't right, but I don't like being messy. Like, I don't like being, so like the, you know, like having a son, having a baby, like I knew what I was signing up for mm. and it still kills me when he's just sitting there covered in spaghetti. You know what I mean? Like it's adorable and everything else, but there still is that like, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like that's what it's going to be tonight. I do. I would oh, self-correction and pronounce Nori, not Nor, because it's okay. Nor for Noriega. Um, the, uh, the music artist, not the, Nor, yeah, Nor yeah, the Not game. Nor okay. play with their food. Yeah, okay. Nori the music artist, who you, I think you would appreciate Drink Champs because Nori, like no offense to Nori and DJ, um, is it FN or EFN? Uh, terrible podcasters, like terrible okay. interviewers, but the whole thing is that they have on music artists and they all get really drunk and they just ask insane questions. And it's one of those podcasts where like Kanye West went on it and went on his one of his insane mm. rants and stuff. Yeah. Um, but like that's where it's another one of like the most like highest listened to music podcasts out there because that's where you're getting all the ratchet shit happening. But it, <laughs> it, when I listen to it, it makes me appreciate what we do in our job because like I get to listen to you interview somebody and I'm like, okay, this is how you interview somebody. Like this is what a good interview looks like. Again, no offense to Nori because he get. Like, their thing is that they get really good content for how insane their shit is. Yeah, yeah, But I'll listen to them, like, ask certain questions, and I'm like, oh, man. That's not going to go that's anywhere. Not, it's not a, that's not a good question to ask in an interview. Yeah, yeah, Everybody thinks they can podcast, you know? Yeah. Few can. Exactly. Definitely nobody like us, where we're going to talk about a slimmer PlayStation 5 being announced, the CEO of Unity stepping down, and so much more, because this... It's kind of funny games daily each and every weekday on a variety of platforms. We run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show by writing in for free at kindoffunny.com slash KFGD with your thoughts, opinions, squad up requests, and more everything you want to talk about in the day's news. Then of course, tune in to watch the show live as we record it on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames and youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and listening on podcast services around 
the globe each and every weekday. If you love what we do here, why not support it? You can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, toss us a few bucks, and get each and every episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily ad-free. You could get each and every episode of every other podcast we do ad-free. You can watch us record those podcasts live as we record them a day before they post anywhere else, just like the Gamescast we're doing this afternoon. <gasps> ad-free. Only on patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where you could also get that 20-minute Greg way I recorded today, where you could get more than 300, almost 400, Bonus episodes of content since we launched the studio one year ago. And, of course, you can get cool, exclusive merch you could get nowhere else. Not this shirt. Kindoffunny.com slash store eventually. When? Well, you'll find out. Don't worry about it. This is what we do with the limited drops now, all right? Of course, if you have no bucks to toss our way on Patreon.com slash kindoffunny, no big deal. We'd love it if you like, subscribe, share, do all that stuff. Rate the show on iTunes. Rate it on Spotify. Help us find new listeners. And, of course, perhaps the easiest way to get us some bucks without costing you any, use the epic creator code kind of funny when you're checking out of the epic game store or when you're playing fortnite rocket league or etc on your switch playstation or xbox housekeeping there's a new episode of the kind of funny podcast up it's titled greg pooped his pants now is that accurate yeah. this is not you know a lot of people accuse us all the time mm-hmm. all the time of going out there and doing the dang thing where what do we do we clickbait we don't actually do this thing. This is an I, I'm in the middle of a conversation with my good friend Nick and two of his acquaintances, and it it brings up a new memory that I have never told on a podcast mm. of not only pooping my pants, but how it involved beef jerky and too many oranges. Mm. Tune in to find now, out. Now, was this child age, teenage age, or adult? Age? This is a tenish, ten okay. to eleven, just you know, like right in there. Like, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not it's, a, I'm not a man, but I'm not a boy anymore. Yeah, you know? like you're young, you're young enough to where it's not super insane, but you're old enough to where it's like this should be happening. This shouldn't be happening. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's this should be here. a thing that just happened to me. You know what I mean? Oh man. Uh, and then of course, uh, first off, S C L S U. Mageddon dogs H two O. Some other shit. Is something wrong with the store? It says the drop is over. No, this drop hasn't happened yet. That's referencing the jabroni we're, bro- we're jo- teasing. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're teasing, teasing this one, getting you ready for president, it. I think is what it's she was like, well, no, they were up at the same time. And they ended uh, up at the same time. Gotcha. Doesn't matter. Uh, over on Patreon, in case you missed it, there's a new episode of the shit list up right now where Bless and Tim judge a ranking of the top 10 Nintendo games of all time. One of our best episodes. Yeah. A, yeah, must That's listen episode of the shit I feel like shit list is one of those awesome pieces of Patreon content that does get lost in the shuffle. Oh, yeah. So many flowers for Kind of Feudy. I think Next Gen gets its due as well because it's a great podcast, right? Gregway's there. It's always happening. But I feel like we don't talk about Shitlist enough. And I think it's a shame because I think Shitlist, for me, I know for me and Tim and Barrett especially, it's probably the most fun show that we do. But we don't, I don't think we advertise it well enough to like let people know what the, what, what the heck is going on in the show. I don't know why I censor myself there. Um, <laughs> I think it's because I know we're about to talk about ads. But like, it is... It is a show, right? Like, if you don't know the it's premise, show. we go through a random yeah. top 10 list on the internet and we judge it, right? And we are guessing what is going to be on that top 10. And so, like, we're talking about, all right, what are the top 10 Nintendo games? And we're throwing out, you know, Tears of the Kingdom, Super Mario World, all these things. And we go through the list. And the list, I would, I would say maybe most of the time are never what we'd expect. And it is a it is a journey. Like It, it is, is a good a fun ride. It's a good mixture of speculation, reaction content, and list content all into one. It's incredible. And I, uh, on the shit list, I put myself at the desk here uh, from the, the, the studio, oh. right? Like this. But then whenever Bless and Tim are talking, I always go like this. That's nice. And yeah, pretend like that, that I'm like listening that. to them. Yeah. All right. So here's what we're in. We're, we're in a full stop the show. All right. I know we got news talking about a slimmer <laughs> PlayStation, right? But I'm in the chat and I saw Kebabs go, yeah, I, uh, kind of funny. It used to be podcast. It used to be one of my favorites, but I stopped listening because of the clickbait. <laughs> 
It's a show where we, you, kebabs, how long have you been around? You, it's four idiots sitting there talking to each other. I think some, most of the time, if it, I, the, the thumbnail, is listening for the hard hitting, the news. thumbnail and the headline are part of the fucking joke of the show you're listening to. But how is the clickbait? Greg pooped his pants secrets revealed real headline. Akira is freaking best. That was a real headline. We talked about Akira prepping for our first D and D adventure that happened. We planned the perfect birthday present for Greg's son that happened and they executed it. I got a fucking goddamn power wheel and a drum set at my house for my son. Is food better cold? I don't think I was on that show. I assume they talked about it. Something is wrong with Andy. Of course, that's a real headline and that's a joke. <laughs> I feel like that's the show. You don't, you also like Greg and a, Tim one-on-one -on -one. Greg Miller went too far. <laughs> I fucking did. It was Ronald McDonald. It's not, it's not even a headline driven show, right? Like I, I, the headlines of course are like important for like getting letting people know and like getting clicks and all that stuff. Right. But like, that K, KF Podcast is a show <laughs> you're listening to. He does this to. weird thing in hotels. It, KF Who's Podcast. clicking on this and be like, that wasn't weird enough. Yeah, you're not you're not clicking KF Podcast for like, what's the topic of the like? I feel like you're listening to it just as a weekly. Thing Click play. Clickbait would be like, Greg shows his dick, and I never fucking show my dick. All right, if the headline is Greg shows his dick, he's gonna show his dick. Like I feel like this is. A I show. hate the I hate the bastardization of clickbait. Oh, uh, it just they only talk about it for a little bit. It fuck it's a two hour long podcast. Is, kind of funny. Games Daily is a show where it's more headline driven, and I yeah. think you could maybe give that that criticism if we were doing clickbait. But right before the show, me and you had a sit down of like, do we title this? Uh, I like this. New, how the sausage gets made. Yeah, how the sausage. Do we? Do I title this episode "New PS5 Models Announced" or do I title it "PS5 Slim Officially Announced"? And it was a whole thing of like, well, it's not officially called the PS5 Slim, but people know what we're talking about when we call it the PS5 Slim. And also, do people look to us for like, you know, what is the new PS5 called, or are they getting that news from IGN and PS uh, PlayStation blog and then coming to us for the commentary? Right? Like, those are the conversations we have about headlines to make sure that it isn't clickbait. Okay, now I'm getting fired up. All right. So now, fucking Simon in the chat says clickbait was when one of the PS I Love You is called Greg owes you an apology, and then it was a review of Dark Pictures Anthology. <laughs> no! I apologize for not saying, and I don't think it was always you, but it was, an, it was an apology. And I apologize for not playing that version of the game quick enough to tell you that it was good or whatever. That is a narrative. That is a fucking narrative of a thing. Y'all, again, let's cook. Like, let's cook. How long? Have I been fucking making content on the internet, let alone kind of funny? When we fuck up and we fuck up, I don't bury the lead. It's like, we're like, we're not going to make a joke about the goddamn thing. You would know it was a real thing. Greg ran over a dog and he's sorry. That would be the thing. <laughs> I didn't God damn, that. man. I'm, I, I think chat needs to distinguish between uh, like clickbait and just like trying to play with the SEO. And trying to play with what is clickable. Not that's everything's not clickbait. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, these are long conversations we have because we want to have fun here and do cool stuff and make it other people watch it. But when we just tell you what the fucking thing is, sometimes you don't click it, so we have to make a funny joke in the headline. When, I, when I saw that Greg apologized, I did think that you hurt somebody. <laughs> I thought you fucking hit somebody with a car. But it's the same thing where it's like oh. whenever I put up the multi, I put up the tweet with the four images of Notepad, and the first image is just like me meandering like you know that's not really good the next yeah. thing isn't gonna be andy stabbed someone last night <laughs> you know what i mean like it's one people always buy it though you know what i mean they do idiots fucking morons <laughs> <laughs> and they pay for the patreon and they give us the ad whoa, whoa, whoa. i didn't say jedi master deadpool or delaney right, twining or right, right. idiots all right these are billboards oh. to get you in and have some fun with the show and again you're on a show you're on a channel called kind of funny kind of 
There's my wallet. That's what I say to Oh, man, my wallet exploded. Yeah, it You know, I got a bunch of scratchers that just fell out. <laughs> I gotta buy. I gotta buy three different free tickets and maybe two bucks in scratchers to turn in next. Are you in need right now? Bless I'm at rock bottom. Jesus. All right, change the headline to that. Greg's broke. There you go. That's y'all broke, Greg. No, I mean like broke on money. You know what I mean. Oh, that's who. Uh, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, today we're brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Six items on the Roper Report. <laughs> A Baker's Dozen. Number one, we're getting a new look for the PlayStation 5 this holiday season. We go to the PlayStation blog where a friend of the show, Sid Schumann, writes, As the holiday season approaches, we are excited to share that we have a new PlayStation 5 model launching. To to address the evolving needs of our players, our engineering and design teams collaborated on a new form factor that provides greater choice and flexibility. The same technology features that made the PlayStation 5 the best way to play are packed into this smaller form factor, along with an attachable Ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive and a one terabyte SSD for more internal storage. The new PS5 has been reduced in volume by more than 30% and weight by 18% and 24% compared to the previous models. There are four separate cover panels uh, with the top portion in a glossy look while the bottom remains in matte. If you purchase the PS5 Digital Edition, you can add the Ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive for PS5 later, as it will be sold separately for $80. The new PS5 model will be available starting this November in the U.S. at select local retailers and direct.playstation.com where available. Uh, It will continue to roll out globally in the following months. Once inventory for the current PlayStation 5 model has sold out, the new PS5 will become the only model available. We recommend retail prices for the new PS5 models are as follows, beginning with the rollout in November at participating retailers. The PS5 with the disk drive, $499.99, so $500. PS5 Digital Edition, uh, $450. A horizontal stand will be included with the new PS5 model. Also, a new vertical stand compatible with all PS5 models will be sold separately for $30. I want to start off by saying... The Mad Lads did it. (laughs) I, I I have no notes. What an incredible looking console, especially the disc version. <laughs> <laughs> if you're an audio listener, if you're an audio listener, Barrett is showing a screenshot from our Slack in which De- uh, Blessing says, disc version looks like a fucked up creature the villain in Guardians 3 would create. Quote, kill me, looking ass. Man, Photoshop is a strong tool. You know, who would say that? The disc version, oh man, they killed it. You know, like they did, uh, it's, it's gorgeous, is it not? Is this not the best looking console you've seen in a very long... How did they make it look more weird at the original PS5? <laughs> it's just... <sighs> it looks so odd. The discless version, I think, looks clean. I really like how the discless version looks. The disc, ver- <laughs> the disc version looks like it's trying to smuggle something into a movie theater. <laughs> like, why is it so... Like, why do you have this unexpected, like, oh, man, we really need to fit the disc drive on here. Let's just, Let's just, like glue it on there i mean you know exactly why let's just use they're the like playstations like Zelda let's on here. just push as hard as possible for people to go digital let's just make it where it'll make us more money so why not just tack this thing on it is nice that it's removable so you could upgrade later if you wanted to if you found it like i think that's honestly one of their great trojan horses about it of like oh man i'll save the 50 bucks and buy it if i'm wrong 
yeah i can pay for the thing later and then get it out and be you know whatever it's like you don't have to worry about it right at this moment which is good so yeah but ugly ugly as hell i'm more I, I, you know we've heard rumors of this forever right <laughs> new one is i know this is a quote tweet of this from blessing i know the ps5 got got the i know the ps5 on the left got this on repeat bbl love interlude by drake <laughs> you hear the bbls no Oh, oh I mean, I mean, what I think, boy, maybe it's like a booty surgery. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Brazilian yeah. butt lift. Yes, yes, exactly. yes, 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 yes. Okay, okay. I have heard of this. And that's what the PS5 with the disc looks like. Jen had to explain it to me once because I was like, there a woman walked by. I was like, what the hell? I was like, what's going on? Was, and Jen's like, do, what not, do you not know what a Brazilian butt lift is? So I'm like, no. <laughs> she explained it like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> if i'm lying i'm dying all right <laughs> like, what the fuck's going on i get on? it i get it but yeah like honestly jokes aside one this has been rumored forever right and it's, it's nice to finally have the confirmation and the the announcement of this thing. imagine someone being a fan of this and then in the next episode be like oh they're fucking clickbait in the headline the yeah. it's like why are they more serious than the headline <laughs> coming here for the hard-hitting news um but i think this is a good move for what you're talking about i think Having a one, having a slimmer PS5 is good because the PS5 is a beast. It's been like when it was first revealed, we were all like, "Man, this thing is huge!" So you yeah. put it next to your TV, you put it in your, you know, uh, right now. Just I think of it every time I, I sit down at my entertainment center. How big yeah. this thing? When I I've been playing uh, uh, Spider-Man for reviews, you know, uh, I'll move it to the big TV when I'm not doing something crucial, right? And it's like I stand it on the table underneath the big screen TV in the living room area of the office, and it like is in the way. <laughs> Like yeah. when you sit on the couch, the top of the PS5 is in the way if it's on the table. Yeah. And so giving us a slimmer version of that, you know, I think that first and foremost is great. Having the digital only version be this thing where it is, hey, if you really want a disk drive, then you can buy a disk drive and attach it to it. Right. I think that is super smart. They're trying to push for this digital future. We've talked about it before in terms of how much um, the audience for digital only consoles have grown. You look at what Xbox is doing with the Xbox Series S and there is a large market out there of people who are just playing their games digitally, right? Or, or yeah. do not care to, to, about buying things physically. That market I think is slowly going away, but it's not. we're not at the point yet where we can completely cut that off. And so, yeah, like giving people the option of, hey, now you're buying a digital version risk-free because if you regret it, guess what? Pay us 50 more bucks and you can get this digital, uh, yeah. this, this disc thing. I think that's super smart. I think that's super awesome. Uh, I think the only thing here that strikes me as, oh, that's interesting, is the, is the price increase for the digital-only version because if you remember, uh, PS5 currently for the digital-only console is $400. Yeah. And so you're now you're talking about yeah. a $50 increase for this new digital-only version. That said, like you're also getting more memory because it is one terabyte. Yep. Um, it's terabyte, and then the option to expand, which I know doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's one of those that you could sit there and be like, "Well, that's I don't ever want to expand. That's stupid." Yada yada. Yes, PlayStation understands that. Then go right now and buy the digital version that's still out there. Get to the, get that stock before it's all gone, right? Yeah, exactly. And so I, I I think they're I think they're treating this in the right way. I think this is a good step. I like how the digital only version looks. Um, only thing is that like I get why it's designed this way, but the little um like line in the middle of it that looks like you know it, it looks like when I'm feeling when I'm you know feeling kind of risky at a haircut and I'm like hey give me the, give me the give me the line like give me the line on the side of my head that's what it reminds me of uh, and I don't know how I feel about that yet I I get the utility of it because that then allows you to add in that um the detachable disc drive right and that's yeah. what that's for uh but that's the only thing aesthetically where I'm like oh man I gotta see it in person like I really gotta see it for myself. But I think all in all, like, this is a good move. This is a good idea. 
Yeah, I mean, if we can throw it back up there, like the line, right, is an interesting thing. For me, it's that. And I, I know you can't have your cake and eat it too kind of thing. So I'm not trying to say, oh, man, it sucks they did this. It's interesting that it's all, we're already moving away from the shell, right? Mm-hmm. Especially with them selling the Spider-Man faceplates, the, the LeBron James faceplates. It was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you guys are into that. Now, granted, PlayStation sees those numbers. They know how many people are actually buying faceplates. So it must not matter to the majority of people. But it is that interesting thing of putting that line down the center, I do think is like, oh, I'm sure there's a coolant reason or whatever reason. Da, 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 da. I, I liked having that big faceplate how it is. I, li- I love the Jim Lee one I have that he did for me, obviously. And I think there'd be a bunch of other people out there who like the custom ones like that. But it, it looks good. I mean, for me, all I want to know is how it fits in my backpack. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing I was talking about on Greg Way in the way to work today, right? Of just like, I hate not traveling with my PS5. My PS4 was always so easy. Just drop it in the bag. It's as big as a laptop and I'm off, I'm off to the races ready to do stuff. PlayStation 5, like I want to be able to bring with me. And so right there, what? It looks like it's going to be like three dual sense highs, three, as high as three dual senses the way okay. it would be with the images there, maybe three and a half. What doesn't make sense to me is they're, and I'm a stupid idiot, of course. This is why I don't do any home improvement projects. But they say the external dimensions, right, are approximately, these are millimeters, uh, 358 by 96 by 12 uh, or 216, right? Mm-hmm. And that's width by height by depth. So then I'm a stupid American. So I was like, all right, well, the height is 96 millimeters. And I put that into inches and that comes out to 3.7. That ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know where I went wrong. Is I MM might not be millimeter? About What's width? MM? <laughs> no, I mean, I the millim- millimeter. So they're talking about height when it's like flat? Yeah, I think they're talking about when it's flat. Uh, yeah, I think they're so. talking about width there okay. of the console. So then I'd have to go. So the width is. Okay. Like yep. Three. Okay. Okay. So that's yeah, because that also makes sense. Because. Uh, three. And this is their thing. Now they're all like, oh, now, you know, now it lays flat. It lays flat. See, okay. That I don't like. This, Come on. The fact that you had that now they're selling. 14 the... inches high. 14. Kevin! Kevin, I need a tape measure! And my backpack! Uh, right now, the uh, current PS5 is uh, 15, uh, almost 15 and a half inches tall. So you're getting like okay, an so you're getting a little bit shorter. shorter. I still want I don't more. Know if that's though. too much. I, want, I guess I still want less. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I want it. I mean, like I, you I know. think like like a little bit shorter plus skinnier. I feel like that's a big uh, a big decrease right there. I, would, I guess I would need to really see them like compared to, to understand how much skinnier. Because also, if you're going to go Kevin. digital, it would be 80 millimeters. Um. With yeah. the height or width or whatever we're calling it now. Thank you. But yeah, I, I think it's very interesting that they're advertising this thing as more of a, um, like, vert- or horizontal as opposed to vertical. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, we're talking, in that, we're, we're having to do a lot of conversion. Oh, no, no, I converted it. The problem was I converted it the wrong way, so I thought for a second, it seems like it's going to be four inches tall. I'm like, damn, that's nice. <laughs> that's so be- small. <laughs> wow. They really got the size down on this thing. That's crazy. It's four inches tall and then 14 <laughs> inches wide. All right, so, all right, so this is a little over 14. Oh, that's going to fit in my backpack. Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. No, you're Perfect. good. You're okay. good. Of course, this is my SF bag, sfbags.com, uh, Waterfield Way. They do all the... My Steam cases, my Steam Deck, my Switch, all their cases. They make cases. They make Playdate cases. They make play, can't say enough things, nice things about somebody who did, has never sponsored us. SF Bags. Look at them on Twitter. Waterfield Way. But yeah, that would fit in there. Perfect. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah. My beef remains is that they're not giving us the vertical stand with it. They're going now horizontal stand. Because I think 
I think these consoles are meant to be vertical. I'm sorry to say it. 100%. No, <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with you. I mean, like, you know, now you're getting into this thing of just like, I don't know why I grab. Do you, do you want these shirts? They don't, they're, they're too small for me in the oh, arms. Size. I mean, they're still, I, I have a feeling you're going to swim in them. Maybe oh, Mike I'm could wear them. This, yeah. Okay, maybe Mike could wear them. I, I, I have a bunch of stuff in my, my parking lot. It's an XL. Yeah, I'm going to okay. I wear small. Mike! <laughs> a lot of podcasters aren't, aren't great at podcasting. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're halfway through the show. And we're trying on shirts. <laughs> You're giving me an XL shirt. Oh, and we'll fucking no clickbait we, the headline on this one. <laughs> we barely talked about the PlayStation. They announced a new PlayStation. <laughs> and we've, I mean, we've done a lot of stuff here. We've done, we had the, we measured it. We figured out. There was yeah, a we big, did a lot of science. There was a big concern about how tall it was and how not tall it was. We you did a lot I mean? of research on vaccines. Exactly. We did, yeah. If yeah. you're somebody who's not bought a PlayStation 5. Yeah. And you're new to the market of PlayStation 5 and you buy one of these. Consider getting the vertical stand because the vertical, this thing it needs to stand vertically. It's going to look Here's better Here's my vertically. question though. Like, and I. It's vertical in the pictures. I know. What are they doing? And that's where, again, it came off to me of like how, you know, four inches high. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fair enough. But it's like, would you, you're saying consider getting the stand. Would you pay the, what is it, 30 bucks for? I'm trying to find it back in the article. I can't find it. Uh, yeah, it's $30 for yeah. the stand. Here, because here's my thought process on that is you got I don't know if you know, ladies and gentlemen, this is a public service. Uh, you know, actually, hit my music, Barrett. You got my music. Uh, you about to make some investing advice, financial advice. Okay, you know what I mean. I, I like to help everybody spend their money uh, uh, responsibly. Mm -hmm. That's why, of course, Here I have. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Greg's Sound Financial Advice, where I help you manage your money. Remember, this is not real financial advice. Rather than spend the $30 on this vertical stand, I would say wait approximately three days and then look online, and I'm sure somebody will have the 3D printed. Here's how you, this thing attaches to the base and does the thing. And then you might say, well, I don't have a 3D printer, Greg. You know who does probably? Your public library. Your public library often has 3D printers, I've discovered. I've not been to a library in a minute. Really? Yeah. Public libraries for have 3D real? Not every one by yeah. any stretch of imagination, but like I know for uh, the Bay Area, you can search around them and find them or whatever. Wow. And then you libraries can book them. are sick. More you, people should go to them. They, they got VR you can check out at some of them. Really? Dead serious. Like PlayStation VR? Come on, Quest. You know <laughs> sorry, I mean? I'm sorry I asked. Anyways, though, but you can go there and you could do that and then you could get that attached that there because that's the whole thing. And again, like also like at that point, just spend the $30. You're going to go to your library and 3D print a stand for your PlayStation? You get out, you have a nice day. You walk over there. How much would it cost? Because th uh, they're not going to do it for free, right, the library? I think they do. I think it's part of your membership, yeah. But you got to pay for them. Like, there's materials involved. No, I don't think you do. Really? Like, not even like the, I don't know what they call them, but like the, the ammo? Like the, the ammo. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff that comes, like the stuff that yeah, you're putting yeah, the, stuff, the filament. The filament. filament, filament, filament yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's there. Government funded? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think it's easy. $5 top says all of But I think that. he's just guessing. I think it's the, your taxes. They're paying for that, yeah. I'm just saying that'd be a way to, or, you know what I mean? Also, like, again, or, I haven't seen the new PlayStation 5 Slim because they haven't sent it to us yet. You probably could just balance it on a book or something. That, oh, too. I was going to say, just maybe just stand it up yeah. and, like, don't even care about it. Eh, I mean, there's going to be, there's definitely going to be some, oh, well, it's venting out the bottom to do something that they'd be worried about. That's why they want you to use the stand they're selling. Yeah, but, like, do people know what they're talking about? No, probably like, not. Listen, my, is my PS5 like, on my carpet Bear, right can now Can you throw home? it back up, like, the, them using the stand? There you go. Uh, Abe Froman says, holy fuck, my library has one 25 cents per 15 minutes of printing time. Wow. See? So here's what I'm going to say. Now, this is, a, this is Greg's uh, financial advice, but now we're into Greg bootleg advice. Mm -hmm. That does just look like a paper towel stand. So if you <sighs> went to any Goodwill and found a paper towel stand, then you came home with your hacksaw, you cut through that, you could put it on that, probably be fine. 
you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I guess you don't really need to get the it need It wants stand. the air moving through the bottom, so don't put it straight on your carpet. Maybe even get, you know, we have one of those, uh, Jen's got a little rack. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, hold on, my wife's got a nice rack. <laughs> now, she's got a little drying rack for muffins and stuff mm-hmm. that sometimes I dry dishes on. You probably should buy one of those, too, put it on that. Just get right. it up, just get it up, you know? Yeah. I, I'm not looking at, at the, the, the HD Blu-ray disc drive for PS5 will be sold separately for $79.99. Yeah. Damn. Like, like <laughs> that's $30 more, like $30 more of investment into this thing. Like, I, I get why they do that because it's like, hey, should I, should I get off the pot with the like, original purchase if yeah. you want to get the disc PS5? But yeah, that's like an upsell right there. 30 extra dollars in case you change your mind. Yeah. That is but also, I think they're going to, I think they're betting most people will buy it and be like, oh, this is great. Why was I filling my house with all these stupid boxes? Why did I need another plastic statue of Naruto? You know, you know, you don't need that. Maybe I'll go get a job now. <laughs> you think the physical people don't have a job? I don't know. <laughs> Why do you think they're affording these plastic Before statues Before we leave of Greg's financial advice, I do want to point out, of course, that if you had listened to me and bought Ubisoft stock at 533, you'd be up right now. 575 right now. Oh, man. And again, it was, it was really high back on uh, September 29th. $6.44. Holy cow. You could have made a whole dollar yeah. ten cents on that if you would listen to Greg. Wait, so Assassin's Creed Mirage came out and it went up or down? Uh, I don't think it's been affected by that. Well, I, I guess yet. it's been going down since then, technically. That's what's out. What's the actual date on Mirage coming out, Barrett? Oh, it's not out it's yet. Out. Yeah, I know. What date did it come out, Barrett? Oh, uh, the fifth, I think. Yeah. So they saw. Yeah. Okay. It, it had a steep drop. Drop on the fifth. <laughs> five dollars and eighty nine cents, and then yeah, today it's in it's in the tank with five dollars and seventy five cents, but still up from what I told you to buy. Okay. And you know what? Avatar's right around the corner. And I bet and a bunch Prince of stockholders of are going to like that a bunch. Ladies and gentlemen, we've it. had a lot of fun so far on the show. Well, let me tell you about the, uh, the place where all the fun happens because of your support. It's called patreon.com slash kind of funny. Over on patreon.com slash kind of funny, you, of course, should give us your financial uh, support and uh, listen to my advice and take care of us because on patreon.com slash kind of I don't know how he does it so well. Yeah, he's really good he's at that. He's so good at it. Uh, patreon.com slash kind of funny. You can get each and every episode of kind of funny games daily ad free. Of course, you can get. Uh, more than 300 bonus episodes of content. You can watch us record the games cast this afternoon, but you're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny. So here's a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. You can bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets, and DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game this October. There's a ton of these football games happening, and each and every one, you're going to want to be there on DraftKings Sportsbook. You can get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook book app now and you can use code kind of funny new customers can score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the nfl that's code kind of funny only on DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl the crown is yours if you have a gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in new york you can call 1-877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text h-o-p-e-n-y which is 467-369 in connecticut help is available for problem gambling you can call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill casino and resort ks licensee partner golden Nugget Lake Charles, LA. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void and ONT. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Terms responsible. Gaming resources. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Number two on the Roper Report, John Riccatello retires as Unity CEO after nine years. This is Jeffrey Rousseau over at gamesindustry.biz. Less than a month after detailing a controversial change to its business model, Unity has announced that John Riccatello will retire as CEO and president. Riccatello has served in the role since 2014 and, was, and the executive will also leave his position on the board of directors as chairman. Uh, James M. Whitehurst will step into the role of interim CEO and president of Unity. Additionally, the lead independent Unity board uh, director, uh, Roloff Bro- Bro- Brotha, uh, has been appointed chairman. Unity's board will begin searching for a new permanent CEO. Quote, I am confident that Unity is well positioned to continue enhancing its platform, strengthening its community of customers, developers, and partners, and focusing on its growth and profitability goals, says Whitehurst. I look forward to working closely with the board and our talented global team to execute on our strategy, and I anticipate a seamless transition, end quote. During Riccatello's tenure, he was vocal about Unity's expanding business model and operations. In 2022, he spoke with GamesIndustry.biz when its merger with Iron Source was still pending. He said, quote, We view our mission and vision in life as being about helping them create and address headlong that next complex complexity of operating and dealing with all the issues from hosting to voice to multiplayer matchmaking to analytics and when appropriate to monetization end quote however not all of unity's ideas during his time overseeing the company have gone over smoothly shortly after it was announced its new generative ai tools in june riccatello doubled down in support of the technology saying that they would be trained on internal art or licensed from third parties This came a week after the firm dropped one of its AI partners after it was revealed that it was selling assets built by human developers. His his retirement also comes less than a month after the company announced that it would add a new runtime fee change every time a game using its engine is installed. The idea was met with ample developer backlash, prompting Unity to revise the controversial policy, including removing the fee for any game built on Unity, a Unity personal license. Interesting stuff here. The I mean, I um, at first seeing the story, my my initial hope was hopefully this is a step forward for Unity, right? Yeah. Like John Riccatello has had a good good track record as detailed in the article, talking about both like the runtime fee thing that's been the whole fiasco in the last few weeks, but then also going back talking about the the gen, generative AI stuff, going back even more, right? Talking about the history of like you know just what the ethos of like john riccatello's reign has been both at unity but even when he was at ea before and how i was gonna say if you don't mind i'd like to toss in some stuff from i was reading kotaku's article this morning by ethan gotch 
titled one of gaming's most hated CEOs says goodbye again, right? Mm -hmm. At which point he ran through all the information we had, but then also tossed in some of this stuff. Riccatello joined Unity back in 2014, shortly after leaving EA. He oversaw the game engine company shift from uh, the one-time licensing fees to an ongoing subscription model, launched the IPO in 2020, and made a series of acquisitions, including the in-app monetization firm Iron Source in 2022. When Unity first went public, its stock price was around $68. Today, it's just over $30. Uh, once synonymous with the explosion of creativity and experimental design in the indie gaming space, Unity is being left by Riccatello a month after a bungled new monetization strategy rollout burned bridges with tons of game makers. Then we got to talk a little bit about that, right? Uh, the follow-up apology, they talk about that then. And then it was, I just wanted to get down to, here it was. Rethinking monetization more aggressively was also one of Riccatello's legacies at EA. His seven years at the uh, his seven years at the FIFA now EA Sports FC and Battlefield publishers saw it experiment with day one DLC, microtransactions, and a focus on post launch content. While there were no week long crisis moments on the scale of what happened at Unity last month, it's clear he helped usher in the company's current live service era, which many players now feel nickel and dimed by. Madden and FIFA's loot boxes modes were both added while he was head of EA, though they didn't become the billion-dollar windfalls they are today until the tenure of his successor and current CEO, Andrew Wilson. Yeah, so like that's a uh, that's a lot, right? Where that we're putting on John Riccatello, rightfully so, of like, oh man, yeah, like he has had this history of not being a great CEO and this history of being like, yeah, one of the like one of those names where it's like, wow, where you go, bad decisions follow. Uh, one of the things I want to bring up here is that I found fascinating and like, I need to look in, look into this more as I go. Right. I saw this floating around on Twitter sure. talking about Silver Lake, which is a private equity firm that has shares in unity. And one of the things that now I'm over at the verge where they had their write up about the article where they say, uh, notably unity's new interim CEO is an outsider. Uh, Whitehurst is an ad advisor at Silver Lake, a private equity firm that owns about 9% of unity. Uh, he also spent 12 years as CEO of Red Hat, an IBM subsidiary known for a specific flavor of Linux. Um, there were some Twitter threads floating around about quite a few of the decisions at Unity and quite, and quite a bit of like the issues and, and problems at Unity being linked back to Silverlake and being linked back to like, oh man, like as much as John Riccatello has a hand in this, also yeah. these guys over here are also are, are making these, these decisions as well. And so... My fear here is that this is a handoff from John Brickteller to somebody who is going to continue to like, you know, forward these policies and like, you know, make these same kind of decisions that aren't developer forward and developer friendly. That's my fear. I hope that when they do find somebody that is going to be the permanent CEO, that it's somebody who is going to come through and lead a positive change and actually have that developer first mindset. Because as we talk oh, about sure. it, Unity is a, is an engine that a lot of independent developers use, right? It's approachable. It's, um, accessible for people when you're talking about like you know pricing and all this stuff right and like it's a it's an engine that unfortunately a lot of developers have already started their, their works um or work on their projects for right and so like if you're halfway done with your project and it's in unity it's very tough to just stop and go all right now let's change this to another en engine right like that for many developers isn't an option and so I hope that good decisions get made after this. I hope that, you know, we don't see them come back around on the runtime fee and go, actually, this is a good idea. Let's keep doing this. Like, the thing the about it, right, and Barris bringing up a, a Jeff Grubb thing here that says, John Riccatello certainly wasn't standing in the way of these guys, but it is totally only going to get worse. And it's a list here of a bunch of, di or not a list of, it's the screenshots of the article. You were talking about a couple other things pulled out. Mm -hmm. The thought, hope here, right, of course, interim CEO, you're just holding the wheel while the ship goes forward while they find somebody else to bring them in. I think... 
if you're the Unity board of directors, uh, if you're the people who have stock in Unity, uh, you've heard loud and clear what people want and don't want out of it. And I don't think you look at that and go, well, the runtime thing is the way to get it back. I think you get a new CEO, you bring that CEO in, and they start talking about, hey, we are a platform for indies. We are a platform for this. We are promising we won't do that. Come back, continue to make your games here, be confident. Because that's what we saw in the thing. And granted, I'm... You know, I don't know if this is exactly what would happen. This is what I would do if I was trying to restore investor confidence and consumer confidence, the consumer being the developers who are making your games. Uh, I would think that'd be the thing. But when you look at the stock price, again, that's what people care about, right? Yeah. That big, the, the Ethan calling out the fact of like, you know, whatever it is, 68 to the 33 today, right? Like that's the wrong direction. That's not what people want in a board. So you want a CEO in there who's going to lead you that back that way. And even if it is just getting you out of this hole you've dug of this runtime thing, so much is on the line. I do think things will get worse before they get better. You know what I mean? I think you'll see the reverberation of this and possibly layoffs over there and all these different things as people try to sort out, you know, what this will be and what the operating budgets will be and et cetera and so on. But well, it'll wait and see. To your point, so many people are already locked into Unity. There was a lot of talk of certain games being like, I won't use Unity anymore. How many are able to do that is a different conversation how many people want to switch over a game that's already made and getting updates different conversation so there still is a chance to write the ship to some degree but to your point to jeff grubb's point who are the people who are making the decisions has the rest of the board gotten that message are they going to fight against this are they still money hungry monetization we got to keep going this way or can they get back to being an engine that makes great games. Yeah. And that's the thing is that John Rigatello is one man. He's a man of a very powerful role. Yeah. Right? He's like CEO of this thing, right? But he's, but he's put there by people, right? Exactly. You know what I mean? yeah. And like one of the um, things that was in that thing that uh, Jeff Grubb was quote tweeting is a, um, a post on Reddit, on the Unity Reddit, where uh, somebody titles their post, I know people don't want to hear this. You shouldn't be blaming John Rigatello. Yes, John is undoubtedly an asshole uh, <laughs> since they don't let you be a CEO unless you are one. But he's also been the CEO of Unity since 2014 and oversaw its progress uh, from that engine that lets you port your game to anything to the platform that every single mobile game is made on and the backbone of the indie developer market. The main reason why so many of you are only hearing about him being the CEO now is because he, ha he had been doing a relatively good job. Mm -hmm. What changed in 2020, Unity went public and a bunch of shitheads bought, and this is me quoting, quoting the Reddit post, not me. <laughs> a bunch of shitheads <laughs> bought their way onto Unity's board of directors. Ultimately, the CEO works for the board. So yep. when these new bosses tell him to do something self-destructive, he does it. Here are the names you should be talking about instead of John. And he goes on to, uh, to list some names. Anybody we know? Uh, no, I've never. I mean, Tomer, Barzeev, uh, Roloff, uh, Botha, who I think is one of the names you yeah, mentioned in the article. That, yeah. I think they're Egon all Durbin. people who are like associated with the Silver Lake. Silver Lake, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, it goes back to what both of us are talking about here, which is like, you know, the goal here for them is to make money, right? The goal here for them is to like raise that stock price. And, you know, if they look at the decisions made currently and made in the last year, in the last yeah. few years, and those are affecting that negatively, then the natural thing to do would be to, fuck, we got to change this up. We got to figure out what's going to make us money. Hopefully you see that what makes you money is making developer forward moves, right? Because the success of the developers using your engine is going to mean success for your engine because those games are going to get more sales. Those games will be, be better supported. More developers are going to want to use your engine when yep. the, there's positive word of mouth. And I do think as much as we talk about, oh man, this is the final straw. This is the thing that's breaking the camel's back on this when we talk about the runtime fee. As much as we say that, again, like a lot of developers are going to see their projects through. A lot of developers are still going to use Unity for at least like the next two, three, maybe four years. You have that time to circle things back around and make people 
flip on how they feel about you, yeah. right? Like you can make those developer forward decisions to have it be so that by the time they get to the end of that project, they go, oh, actually, everything's That's fixed That's the now. power of having a figurehead like this. You know what I mean? The articles you're reading here and talking about are accurate. However, to so many people, Riccatello is the bad guy. You bring in a new guy or gal who can mm -hmm. sit there and be like, we heard you. The new, this is our new vision. We're changing. It can just be lipstick on a pig. But if it can it settle the waters and get things back to yeah. status quo, that's what people are looking for. And like John Riccatello is stepping down, right? Like I think you need somebody as a sacrificial lamb, right? Oh, as course. a scapegoat. Of course. And so if John Riccatello stepping down is a sign of, Hey, we're making big change. Like, hey, yeah. we've heard you. We're we're having the CEO step down. Like, that is a first step. Yeah. So, number three on the Roper Report: Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three and Diablo Four won't come to Xbox Game Pass this year. This was Wesley LeBlanc over at Game Informer. Almost two years ago, Microsoft announced it was acquiring Activision Blizzard for a colossal $69 billion. Reports say the acquisition deal is expected to close this week, and Xbox players are anticipating the addition of Activision Blizzard games to the Game Pass lineup. However, a new tweet by Activision Blizzard makes it sound like the company's games won't hit the subscription service until next year. Plus, Activision Blizzard says it won't be adding the upcoming Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 or the recently released Diablo 4 to Game Pass this year. Here's what Activision Blizzard said in a tweet posted yesterday. It's awesome to see the anticipation building for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. As we continue working towards regular, regulatory approval of the Microsoft deal, we've been getting some questions whether our upcoming and recently launched games will be available via Game Pass. While we do not have plans to put Modern Warfare 3 or Diablo 4 into Game Pass this year, once the deal closes, we expect to start working with Xbox to bring our titles to more players around the world. And we anticipate that we would begin adding games into Game Pass sometime in the course of next year, end quote. This seems expected, right? Yeah, it's good signposting. It's good to manage expectations. It's good to be in front of it. I feel like so many times we see video game developers and publishers and PR just be behind the message. This is a good one to nip in the bud all the goddamn Paris Lily tweets we'd be getting on Friday if this oh happens. God, if yeah. this goes through on Friday the 13th as expected. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I got, I got, old, I got oh, grown yeah. up kids. Uh, Starfield uh, could be a 5 uh, out of 5 eventually. Uh, do you like my chair? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Anyways, so, uh, <laughs> clickbait. <laughs> clickbait on this series show. Um, all that said, yeah, like I think get in front of the message, put it out there, lay out even a even a very generalized plan that even this leaves you wiggle room to do other things. But good to set expectations, and especially for Modern Warfare 3 and Diablo 4 heading into the holiday season. If people are asking for Christmas or holidays, they want those games, uh, you know, for breaks or whatever, you know, it's good to get in front of it and message it so that people don't put off buying it. That way they can go off and get it. Yeah, uh, I like the uh, wording here of, you know, we anticipate that we would begin adding games into Game Pass sometime in the course of, of next year. Yeah. Right, setting that window, but then also just them saying, you know, begin adding games. That brings me back to the dream of one day I turn on my Xbox and the, all the classic Call of Duties are there ah, and like yeah, the servers yeah. are open yeah. and I can go back and play Black Ops 1 like it's day one and have fun with it, right? Yeah. Like that's the dream right there and I, I, right there, they're setting the expectation for me that that dream at one, at some point in the next year is going to come true, which is exciting. Fucked up, Paris Lily, you know? Oh my God, that guy. Remember, oh, Starfield could be a five out of five one day. <laughs> Turned out it was a five out of five day one. We didn't know. Okay, well, I don't know about that. Number four, <laughs> the that. report. You, <laughs> you 
Ubisoft indefinitely delays X Defiance preseason launch. This is Wesley LeBlanc, a Game Informer again. Ubisoft San Francisco has delayed X Defiance preseason launch indefinitely. The team announced this on Twitter yesterday, revealing that the recent public test session was a success, but highlighted some inconsistencies in the game's experience it wants to address before the preseason launch. As such, the preseason launch has been delayed to a later unspecified date. You think you're ever playing X Defiant? You think you're ever getting that? Uh, yes, but I don't, I, God, I don't know when at this point. I really hope it's not a hyena situation where it's like, oh, yeah, this thing exists. Like, we, people have played it. Oh, man, yeah, it seems like it's going to be at, at least decent, and then it just gets canceled. And, and uh, Is Roller Champions still going on? I mean, it's still alive. I don't okay. know if people are playing it. Like, I, okay. I don't know what the concurrent player count is. Maybe <laughs> a person. You know, like when I played Roller Champions, it was fun enough, but it didn't strike me as something that was going to like stick around like a Rock League or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it had that potential. That's the thing is, I think Ubisoft oftentimes has the vision, but the execution is just way off. Where Roller Champions, fun for a day, but didn't have the follow up content. It didn't even have like the content day one to really have it stick around, right? Like, give yeah. me a battle pass that's exciting. Give me cosmetics that I care about. That's the same thing with X Defiant, where I where I'm like, okay, well, this is where X Defiant has to hit, right? Give me the give me a battle pass that's gonna be fire. Give me the content that's gonna follow up. Give me the season stuff. Make that exciting because this is your crossover game that has all these different Tom Clancy properties and non Tom Clancy properties in it. I think there's an opportunity here. The the tough thing with X Defiant is that you know, it's just not Call of Duty level. And so I think they just had to find their own lane, right? If they're True. able to find their own lane and find their own community, then I think that then supports it for the time being and allows them to grow and allows them to like really, really turn it into this game where it is the word of mouth of, oh man, yeah, I'm playing X Defiant. It's pretty fun. Like I've been, like, I, I, I think that's what they're going to need out of this thing. Um, I think they need more than that. Yeah. Multiverse was pretty fun, right? Multiverses was pretty fun. I mean, that's true. And I was like, just now we're going, we're going away. Take yeah. a break, you know what I mean? You're not wrong. Rumbleverse was pretty fun. Yeah. Knockout City was pretty fun. You're not wrong. I, the, thing I, the, the thing that makes me want to root for it as well is that I think they've been very good at communicating and being transparent about it. Like them even saying, hey, yeah, we failed, sir. <laughs> like we're, we, this game is being delayed because we failed, sir, and we're working on it. Like that is the level of transparency where I'm like, damn, we don't usually don't get that. Yeah, yeah. Them even like taking back all the info of the betas that they've done before. Like I've been, you know, subtly like in tune of like what they're, um, communication and blog posts and stuff have been and I've been fairly impressed by the transparency and so I hope that translates I, ho I hope that translates both ways of hey we're listening to you and also hey we're actually putting in this, this this feedback because I think that is a road to success but you're right that like you know multiverses did have a lot of conversation and that couldn't last right are we just in a time right now where a game like X Defiant isn't going to have the space to breathe. Low skill plays says it seems like a lot it seems like the industry all at once is pulling back on live service games I wonder where it comes from Player counts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, players being exhausted by live service games. The fact that everyone ran to the hills thinking it was a gold rush. And then they're like, oh shit, this is actually incredibly hard. And so many games are gestating right now looking at this going, oh my God, fuck. We made the wrong move here. This isn't going the right way. Yeah. I think you green light these games at a different time. Yeah, you, like, you, you green light totally these like at it. the, as PUBG is coming up, as Overwatch is only getting more powerful or uh, popular, you're, as um, you know, <laughs> as Fortnite is only getting bigger, yeah. right? Like you greenlight these things toward 2017, 2018, 2019, and now that we're in 2023 and we're in a way different space right now, where these things aren't as popping as they were, yeah, like you go, oh shit, well, it took us four years to make, and now we know this is going to be a successful pull the plug. 
Number five on the Roper Report. Speaking of pulling the plug, Pac-Man 99 has now been shut down and delisted from Nintendo Switch Online. This is Chris Scullion at VGC. Pac-Man 99 servers have been shut down. The game is no longer available on Nintendo Switch Online. Nintendo had informed players back in May that it planned to shut down Pac-Man 99 in October, and it has now happened. The massively multiplayer Pac-Man spinoff, which allowed up to 99 players to compete against each other, started to have its features gradually shut down from August when the option to buy custom themes was removed. Now, it is in the last stage of the shutdown. The main game and its free custom themes have been removed from the eShop, and the game's online services have ended. It's a bummer. I've always... I've, I don't know what I'm going to do now that I want to play a Pac-Man Battle Royale game on console. Well, it's one of those things, blessing, that when... Pac-Man shuts his mouth, and God opens another mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Number six on the Roper Report, the Pac-Man Mega Tunnel Battle Royale game is coming to PC and consoles. This is Tom Hyphen of VGC. Bandai Namco has announced Pac-Man Mega Tunnel Battle Chomp Champs for PC and consoles. It's an updated version of the 64-player uh, Battle Royale game Pac-Man Mega Tunnel Battle, which launched in 2020 for Stadia, but closed down earlier this year alongside Google's game streaming service. Chomp Champs promises to deliver enhanced visuals, new gameplay modes, and a host of customization options and new music. The online-only game will, will support cross-play uh, platform play, uh, custom and skill-based matchmaking with a friend system, ranked mode, and global leader boards yo mike where are we chomping chomp chomp baby cool it's funny that like Thank God. <laughs> there's so many games that were in stadia dimension that i didn't even know about yeah here they come i i've never once heard you've never i've never heard of pac-man megatonal battle chomp champs but also you can you can name pac-man anything and i'll believe it's a real video game sure sure does it ever like surprise you <laughs> that like Certain IP. Let me just tell you how much I love podcasting with you. Because as soon as you put your arm back and you look at the sky, I'm like, here we go. Here we go. We're about to have one. I love this kid. You ever get surprised about like certain IP that back in the day, they're going toe to toe with Mario, right? And Sonic. Yeah. That today, like, they're not that, right? Like, I feel like Pac-Man should be one of like the most popular. Like, I feel like Pac-Man should have a Mario Odyssey and like a new Super Mario Brothers. And it should be like, a star like one of the like the shining stars of like oh man one of the best-selling games this year was pac-man 2023 like i feel like pac-man should be be that yeah but over time it just turned into like all right you play the pac-man multiplayer game at the arcade and that's well it's because they did it. it right they did a bunch of different pac-man kind of things and everybody's like no we really just want to play pac-man mm. it's like all right fine you just keep getting pac-man like this there's it's it's honestly uh, i think a feather in the cap of nintendo that they make it look easy. That they make it look mm. easy. That Mario has had a, uh, I'm a fucking 40-year career, right? I'm ballparking, yeah. you know what I mean? From just saying the 80s to 2020s. Like, that he's just stayed relevant and been a huge deal. Like, you take that for granted, I think, that it's like, oh, yeah, of course. And, like, Sonic has, you know, had his struggles throughout a million things. And Sega's own struggles, you know what I mean? And, like, leaving the hardware space was such a blow to, like, the ego or at least the, the reputation of Sega, right? And then, yeah, something like Pac-Man where it's like, how do you make Pac-Man relevant? And it's, I think you get to a place where it, mainly it's copying other, they, I mean, look at this, like, okay, so you're crashing, you're, you're copying Crash, Crash Bandicoot, Bandicoot yeah. right? So it's oh, like, yeah. you can't, you, you, people aren't taking risks with the Pac-Man franchise, not that maybe they should. And then again, this is where you get back into being part of a company, right? Where it is like, okay, well, we see the success of a Crash. We see the success of a Mario. Let's do something like that. And then you just get a clone of it, which is never going to hit as hard with the exception of Fortnite, uh, yeah, of yeah. something else, right? So it's this whole 
they make it look easy to make things be relevant when you're Nintendo and yeah. a bunch of other obviously super successful IPs that have you know spanned decades like Ghostbusters and like there's all these like Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is they. I mean, I think about the same thing with Mega Man as well. Where yeah, Mega Man obviously like still gets games or whatever, but. I, if a Mega Man game is announced at a, as, at a Nintendo Direct, it's not stopping the world, right? Like if yeah. a Mario game gets announced, yeah, 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 for like sure, for sure. Some of these other like big mascots that we know, but yeah, you're right. The Mario is like one of the few, and like Nintendo does make it look easy. Yeah, but yeah, like and, and I also know that if I went and looked at the top grossing video game IP of all time, I'm sure Pac-Man's on there. I'm sure Pac-Man's probably high on there. But it's like it's the level of presence that I'm surprised that like Pac-Man lacks or a Mega. But Man then lacks. you're getting into a really interesting conversation about just the legacy of IP. I still think mm. if you walked through the streets and show like did like, all right, we're going to show you a bunch of things. Can you name them? Like you put up a fucking Paw Patrol guy. They're not going to be able to tell you that's Marshall. That's rubble. They'd be like, Hey, I don't know. It's fuck, maybe Paw Patrol, whatever. But like mm. Pac-Man, people are going to know Pac-Man. Yeah. For you sure. know what I mean? Like they know Pac-Man, which is what, which I mean, it's probably works opposite to my point. Right. Because again, there's a billion Pac-Man things happening. I'm sure they're all making money in different ways. Um, but yeah, like it surprised me that you're not able to take that IP power and go, Hey, what if we announced the biggest announcement at a at a Nintendo Direct or a PlayStation State of Play, right? Like, what yeah. if we had a video game that was a console game that was one of the highest selling of the year? Because we're literally Pac-Man. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, you're not gonna have that anymore. That's, Is that Frogger? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, this Pac-Man. Uh, no, Pac he's a lizard, but it's Pac-Man. But also, like, I'll say the same thing about Frogger. <laughs> Where the fuck is Frogger? Where are the AAA Frogger video games? I just I don't How know if those ideas like family was to... smushed on the road by a truck driver. <laughs> How do you drop the ball? And over so an eighty-hour campaign in an open world, you'll chase that truck driver. <laughs> so you're fine. You find him. Dodge logs. Uh, I can't wait to see when the next AAA Pac-Man and/or Frogger game will come out. But blessing. That's so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grab shops, where would I go? You would go to the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday. Somebody in chat said, what about Frogger? What about Frogger 99? And that is such a brilliant idea. Did they not do that already? No, I don't think so. Okay. That'll be next. We'll get that at the next direct in spring. Fair enough. Out today. Forza Motorsport, Xbox Series X and S on PC. You can hear impressions on the most recent X-Cast and hear about how Gary didn't get to go to Las Vegas. Uh, Honkai uh, Star Rail. I didn't say that right. Honkai Star Rail. Honkai? Honkai? Also, that's not today. That's tomorrow. PlayStation 5. God damn it. A little Gator game is on all all the PlayStations and all the Xboxes. Roger Uh, really liked that game. I remember that. A lot of people did. There was a lot of conversation around that for last year's uh, Game Awards stuff. Uh, Roblox came to PlayStation 4, and Wildcard Football is on all the PlayStations, all the Xboxes, Switch, and PC. Mike, can you talk about that? Is that embargo up? I don't fucking know. That's why I'm asking you, the guy who played the game, is the fucking embargo up. Look at the goddamn embargo. New dates for you. Uh, Sands of Aura slips through the... I copied and pasted it from the email. That's what it said. Sands of Aura slips through the slit on PCs nope. via Steam that's on what the email says. 7th. Uh, that's it's what the silt. email said. That's what the email says. No, it says S-I-L-T, not slit. <laughs> oh, I read it the same way, too. When I saw it in the email, I saw it. And I was like, why the fuck would they write that? All right, I guess I'm just going to copy and paste yes. it. Yeah, no, that's on y'all. That's, that's a good sand <laughs> pun. That's a good sand pun. Yeah. <laughs> Clickbait. <laughs> Title it now. Greg slips through the slit. See what happens. Sands of Aura slips through the silt on PCs via Steam on October 27th. You and I both saw it, though. Yeah, that's how I saw it, too. That's crazy. Uh, Kona 2 Broom launches on uh, October 18th on all the Xboxes, all the PlayStations, Switch, and PC.
Whew. Ladies and gentlemen, we've taken you on a journey today. Uh, know your wrongs. Remember, if you're watching live on twitch.tv slash games, and of course, youtube.com slash games, you have a special gob. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. Uh, we already took care of it all because there was a lot of vaccine talk in the very beginning. Not the way you think if you joined late. Yeah. <laughs> Not the way you think. Uh, of course, Kind of Funny Games Daily comes to you each and every weekday. You can get it. YouTube.com slash games podcast services around the globe the best way to get it is on patreon.com slash kind of funny where of course you can get it ad free you can get all the bonus content you can watch us record the podcast live as we record them you get those podcasts ad free you could just have a lot of fun with us over there and get some exclusive merch maybe just like our patreon producers always do however like i said patreon.com slash kind of funny keeps the lights and mics on go over there have some fun support us there uh, if not get it free everywhere else rate it share it hit the bells subscribe we got a post show to do with the one and only Snowbike Mike, where we'll go through your YouTube Super Chats. Before, of course, they go and stream some more video games. Tomorrow, your hosts are Blessing and Andy. Thursday, it's Tim and Ben Starr. And then Friday, Whoa. Tim and Blessing close out your week. But for now, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Now, Mike, I got big news for you. All right? You got big news? You get to try these shirts on and see if they fit you. All right? They're too... You got a great shirt when I Tombstone Pile Drive that kid. Right Wait, is that, is that Nick? What is going yeah, on? Yeah, it's here? us. It's when I Tombstone Pile Drive that kid at uh, Kansas City. Oh, my City. God. I, I did not know we made a shirt out of this. I, we didn't. Mike's <laughs> just wearing a shirt he made that I love. That That's he didn't amazing. get me one. I don't know why. That is you, hilarious. Can we, can we sell that shirt? I mean, yeah. Joey, let's Joey! sell the shirt. Joey! Put it on right now! <laughs> let's sell the shirt. This is my WrestleMania t-shirt, Bless. Whoa. So try this yeah. on. Just try it on. See if it's good enough. Because it's. I don't, I don't think you're an XL. But it's too tight in the arms for me. So they're going to goodwill unless you want them. And I think you'd rock these patterns. Oh, see, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like yeah, this. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's great. I'm a that's good. Boy it's, it's, it's like with like a white change. undershirt, too. Yeah. Yeah, that would be sick. Okay. All right. I like this. Okay. Thank you. Good. You're welcome. Nice. I'm part of the crew. Blessing. Here's your peak player count for roller champions over the past six months. Average player count of 27 with peak no. at 68 to 80. No, so close to sixty-nine. That's that's low. That's low. That. Sure, it's like got low, something low, people low, playing low, at once. Low. It's a multiple. It's a, <laughs> you need at least six people for a match. Six people. That means there's only like at max like maybe six roller champions matches going on at a time. Yeah, I mean, you got that is a problem, right? It there's a couple problem. of small problems less. Yeah, X Define just wasn't that good either. It, it, it was Feels good. Right, it was though. generic. Yeah, you're right. That's the issue, Bless. It's generic. It doesn't stand out amongst the crowd. You know, they did have a pretty special one way back in the day. What's that? Hyperscape. Okay, no. You're not going to call they, You're they, not going to call Exifying generic and then talk about Hyperscape. Ubisoft had a moment there where that game was the hottest game on the planet. There's the no hottest, question hottest game on, on the, the planet. planet. Homie, that game was red hot. People were dying to get a code. They were watching hundreds upon hundreds of people stream it just so they could play it. That thing was red hot for quite some time. There's no question that it, people it, can it, say that's not true. It was red hot. That thing it was, was red, hot red hot for like a Half week. A for like a week. A full max. month that game was red hot. A week max. And they didn't know what to do with it. But I also think that was like, oh, I would assume that was sponsorship stuff, right? Of like them paying streamers to play it. It was because there was only so many codes and people had to watch to get the codes. And then when they finally That's got in, it was. it was like, oh, Blessing's way too good. I'm not good enough. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I will say to the, to the mm -hmm. um, you know, novelty of, of there was an ex that was Hyper probably, Hyperscape had a bit of personality. That was probably the most excitement out of a Ubisoft game in years from the public. And it was also 2020. 
And so mm-hmm. you did like you had obviously like a lot of battle royales out, right? But like you as Ubisoft, you can you could launch a new mm-hmm. battle royale, and it's gonna get eyes. You know, yeah. it's yeah. a way different uh, like ecosystem than 2023, where if you launch Hyperscape today, that shit is getting buried, buried alive. Also, can we talk about wild card football? We can't talk about wild card football. We Have you played it? Oh yeah, play it. we can. As of today, at eight a.m. Eastern. Are you making up the embargo? <laughs> no, no, we're a bunch of times. We are allowed to talk about wild card football. How do you like it? Ten ten, which today is October tenth. A ten out of ten? No, no, he's uh, he's he's, reading, he's doing the thing where he gives you all the information. Like so if there's game. any way, yeah? to st- it should be uh, stopped. There was moments where I was like, oh. You have something interesting yes. here, but then the moment-to-moment gameplay is too slow. It's not quick enough like Madden. Mm-hmm. It has a card system that slows everything down because you have to select a card every single time or skip the card selection. Yep. So essentially Both goes on from offense and defense. looking at the playbook, selecting a play. Oh, now we go to another menu where you have to select a card. You select the card, and then you get to play. And also, can we talk a moment really quick? How bad is that? Every single team is based off of a quarterback. There's no team logos for the quarterbacks. It's just their initials. We could have put a little bit of love into this one. Yeah. Could have put a, bit, a little uh, bit of love yeah, into this no, one. No, I don't like that. I wish it was a bit more snappy. I 100% agree about like the card thing where you pick a card or you pick a play and then you pick mm-hmm. a card in it. Every single time I forgot about picking a card right? because that's just not how these games are paced usually. Yeah. Why do I have to go through multiple menus and confirm multiple menus? Both on offense and defense, in order to get to the to the play, I think that's just way too much to put before a play. I think the card idea is awesome if it was implemented a bit better. I would have loved it if, while you're picking your play, if you hold L1, you then like get to pick a card if you want to even use a card that play. Because that's the other thing is you don't have to use a card every play if you don't yeah. want to. And so if it was, hey, while you're picking your play, also if you consider a card, pick a card and you get you get powered up that play. Because I think that's a really cool idea. Because the power ups are cool, right? It is like. Hey, you can slow down the other team or like, hey, there are these spots on the field where if a player runs through them, they get sped up or they get electrified and stuff like that. Uh I think that stuff is really cool. I think that's a very fun idea for an arcade um, football game. And I think they're they're leaning into the right stuff for a game that wants to be like NFL Blitz, but also be unique at the same time. But the execution is just off. They did get away with a couple, right? We talk about NFL Street and NFL Blitz probably yeah. never coming back with Boo. the vision of football and how we need to kind of make sure we, you know, don't bring up CTEs. We don't bring up the injuries, right? Sure, sure, sure. This sure, one sure, does sure, get sure. away with a little bit where they body slam each other. Okay. You're like, oh, that reminds me of NFL Blitz. I'm surprised they were allowed to do that, right? Because, okay. like, they very much highlight big hit moments. But also at the same time, there's no truck stick, so you're not big hitting or pushing through people. You cannot move your wide receiver after you make a pass, so only me as the defense can get in position to possibly intercept or deflect your pass, but you have to just let the computer slowly walk to the spot and catch it. Like, oh. that's crazy. You have to let me actively move just in case, which is really too bad. They have a vibe of, like, if this were to be backyard sports, where you pick a team captain and then pick from a roster of NFL players and maybe you make up the kids like backyard sports, you'd have a little more fun engagement out of it. And then on top of that, you should have gone with the NFL street mantra of putting walls around you and letting us go crazy, like doing the wall jump. Sure, sure, and yeah, go wild. Sure. It's very much, it's NBA playgrounds. It's oh, yeah. WWE battlegrounds. And if you know those games, you'll know they Dude, just didn't hit they didn't and they weren't that interesting, good. When I went to download the game, uh, it gave me the PS5 or PS4 version of download. Mm-hmm. But the weird thing is that the PS5 version, of course, is called um, um, what's it called? NFL Wild Card Football. But then the PS4 version is called um, it's like 
wild card playgrounds or something oh, like that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so like on PS4, it is a playgrounds game, mm -hmm. but on PS5, it's wild, wild card football. So close, but yet so far. Yeah. Like it was, it's like you almost got there, but you just missed it by a little bit. And that's the unfortunate part about that is we were looking for a fun NFL-themed arcade-type game. Do you feel like it just didn't hit? Perhaps the first step, maybe like a, a second iteration would do, you know, give you real logos and take away the cards or dial the cards back or... Do you think you'll just never get that? Uh, no, I don't think there'll be enough fanfare for got this it. to uh, say, hey, let's go produce a sequel, right? Uh, I just think, I don't know. I think there's a weird blend with the NFL. The the NFL, we kind of use with kitty gloves and the white gloves of like, hey, we're avoiding CTs. We're avoiding injuries. Yeah. We can't ever go down that path again. And I think that's, you do need that, right? We do need a level of physicality that is unmatched in, you know, Madden. But when these arcade games come, it has to almost feel like Mortal Kombat, right? I got to go, oh, that's a massive hit. Yeah, and yeah, then on yeah, top yeah, of that yeah, as yeah. well, you got to have something more fun and engaging on the gameplay side. It can't just be seven-on-seven seven football where everybody feels half a step too slow and it's not speedy enough. It's not engaged enough on the moment-to-moment -moment play calls. Uh, it just felt like a, a child's football game that wasn't quite right. That sucks. Let's jump in to today's post-show Super Chat section with me, Snowbike Mike, and of course your two lovely show hosts. We got a lot to talk about. Oh my gosh, from X Defiant to a new PS5. There's so much to talk about. There's so much you can get involved and talk about with us with, just like, say, Chalet wrote in for $2 and says, do you see Game Pass Plus for day one, not day one first party games? Wow, that's crazy. Game Pass Plus? Do you see a Game Pass Plus option for day one, non-day non, -day, non, yes, non -day, day one first party games? No way. That That's Game okay. Pass. Yeah, he says They're Game talking Pass. about a new option. So here's my deal. Can we talk really quick? Oh, I'm with you. So, uh, yeah, hey, we're announcing Game Pass Plus. All of Ubisoft's games, day one, will be on this. Mm. Oh. Uh, Game okay. Pass gets you all the Xbox first-party games mm -hmm. gotcha. day one. This will get you all the other ones. Absolutely fucking not. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. No. You don't think they'll team up with Ubisoft like they did with EA? Is I mean, that what you're getting at? Because EA Play deal is great. Day one, you get those games, 10-hour free trial. You get a discount. You can buy them. It's a great deal. Ubisoft well, that's, games. That's getting them for, like, a limited time, though, right? You get them for a 10-hour free trial. Yeah, that's not what he's talking about. Uh, well, right? I get that. I'm just saying, like, you don't see a straight Ubisoft up, deal like that. Straight up, hey, you're going to get well, – so uh, straight up for this question, mm -hmm. will you get a, hey, non-first party, first party – no. Okay. Trials and shit like that? Sure. You should that be doing that. totally be a 100%. possibility. Yeah, 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 100%. Especially because EA is already doing it on their own. Right? You're just buying yeah, their yeah. system. Mm -hmm. So, yes, using a Ubisoft thing, if they're doing their trial, same mm -hmm. deal. Yeah, yeah, 100%. What do you I, I still don't understand the question. <laughs> I, I'm going to break it down for y'all like this. You know, Activision put out that tweet. Yeah. Mark my words. Diablo 4 will be on Game Pass in March. Yeah. There's no question about that. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah. I can like, see that. Yeah. yeah. Just so everybody's aware, like Diablo's coming to Game Pass. The moment that this deal happens, the wheels start to turn. And sure, we might give you the grace period of three months, but like that will be there in 2024 right off the bat. Because mm -hmm. you know what Diablo always needs, Greg? Players. players more players baby october so, yeah, let's go next shit. week next We're fucking week right, right in there this week next week next the week. 13th that was this week it's friday it's, it's i've lost oh yeah yeah because yeah. of ben's birthday <laughs> time has slipped on me but yeah it's, it's happening it's vampires. let's go that shit's you going in you going you're gonna be playing support an xbox should we, first party huh? should we play a new character should we roll a yes, new character are you happens? fucking kidding me all right yes, let's should. let's roll the there's dice. vampires out there they're going i love that 
Uh, Furry Bee Productions writes in and says, Blessing, thoughts mm -hmm. on Video Game House 6 from RDC. Oh, my God. Yo, I'll be watching that. RDC. I've not seen it, no. Oh, you what haven't seen it? these guys? No. Oh, I know RDC, okay, but yeah, I don't know what Video Game House They is. have, like, a fun, like, Video Game House, like, comedy stuff going on. Okay. It's super fun. I actually saw RDC at the Spider-Verse, across the Spider-Verse premiere. Lit. Yeah. Those guys are cool. I didn't, dude. like, chat with them too much, Those but guys I was are cool. like, oh, hey, man, I, li I, like, I like your content. I gave one of those. Uh -huh. But I was too nervous to try and, like, chat him up because he was also in a different conversation. I think it might be six, but they have a lot of uh, Mario versus Sonic going on right now, so I think oh, you'd like cool. that. I think you'd like that, like, the jokes they're making. Is it just, one. like, you know, the vibes of, hey, we're just homies hanging out in a house no, playing absolutely games? No, absolutely not. Is, what is it? It's fucking Sonic taking over the house, but Mario's trying to check him. But technically, Shadow oh, and Knuckles, they be checking him I've back. I've seen clips of this. Yeah, it's yeah, funny. It's they're funny stuff. I saw Donkey Kong show up uh, at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, you should watch that. Uh, CJ writes in with a $2 super chat and says, Mike, more hype, uh, more hype release from Xbox in 2024. What is the most hype release from Xbox 2024, boys? What are you most Hellblade, excited easily. for? Hellblade 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good pick. It's a big one right there. I mean, I'm big such a one. Hellblade 1 fan. And so I'm I'm ex I'm just excited to see where they go with it. Is Fable out next year? Have they said that's the 2024? Uh, I I don't know. They have not confirmed Fable. I don't think you will see Fable 2024. No. Okay. You will see Fable some way, but I don't think it's releasing 2024. Do we think is Avowed coming next year, Mike? Avowed is coming. You have Avowed. I picked out for that. I'll give yeah, you Avowed. Avowed uh, uh, is up there because uh, that's um what team is that? Obsidian. Obsidian. I wanted to say Oblivion, but I knew that wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Greg? You got any? Got anything that excites you? I mean, we've listed some games there. Yeah, here, here's to help you. This is some day one releases from Ryan McCaffrey right there to help you a little bit. You got Stalker 2, no. Microsoft Flight Sim 2024. With the list of games you have here, it's going to be, I think it would be a vowed time to shine for Greg Miller. Okay. Where that okay. would, okay. if I can see more of that and get into that, that'd be something for me. But otherwise, I look at that list and I go, oh, I'm all right. I'm Microsoft Flight Sim 2024. I'm sure you are. I think this is going to be so rad, adding the activities into the game like i loved what they did with microsoft flight sim i enjoyed flying around the globe mm. but now adding in like oh man we're going on a helicopter rescue mission in the south gulf of mexico and i gotta pull up drop down the hatch get you fish you out of the the ocean yeah. bring you back up and make you over there like that sounds lit to me wildfires putting out wildfires with the giant water tank on the bottom of the plane that shit's crazy bro that shit's gonna be super crazy Hell yeah. Do we get another Forza Horizon? When when do we get our next Forza Horizon? Oh, you 100% get another Forza Horizon. When, though? Yeah, when? Not next I mean, year? No, I mean, not next especially year. Especially no, Motorsport no. literally launching today. Yeah, Motorsport just launched. But like, don't uh, they Forza... alternate year by year? At least they did for the like Xbox One, right? Wasn't it like yeah, I don't think year? they're year by year. I don't think you get one until 2025. No. Yeah. You go a full year, 2025. Also, Nick 96 asked, uh, when are we seeing uh, the next Double Fine game? And I joked that Psychonauts 2 was two years ago, so like another five years. Yeah, you got a long time probably for oh, getting another fourth. Uh, so unless nice. they're doing mm -hmm. like a, a smaller release, which, uh, which they're known to do, and maybe they've got something cooking that was going up alongside Psychonauts 2. I could see something, but sure. Yeah. Let's jump on over to the Twitch side of things because Hip Albatross has resubscribed with Prime, Prime Gaming for 55 months. Hey, don't forget. If you subscribe at the tier one through three level or for free with Prime Gaming, you help support the team here. Keep the lights on and you, of course, get ad-free viewing, which we all love on the Twitch side of things. It says, 55th Subversary Metal Gear Collection in two weeks. Say what? 
What? Let's fucking go, man. Let's get oh my god, that's already here, isn't it? Are we playing that? What's the deal? Yeah, we'll I mean, we'll do the same thing you always do with it. Where you jump in. I'm gonna get this hair out of your. Yeah, yeah. What, we're gonna do the same where you jump in. Like, yeah, I'm gonna play Metal Gear yeah, all the yeah. way through again. And then you get sidetracked by all the other new games, and you have the save. You put seven hours yeah, into. We all we also already played through, Mike. Yeah, but I'm gonna play them now. It's my yeah, turn to go on the hands on the stick. I can't wait. I can't wait. I mean, I'm not gonna play all of them. I gotta pick. I'm gonna pick one and play. I don't know which one. Metal Gear Solid Three is my favorite. Two. But I've also played Metal Gear Solid Three multiple I'm gonna times. Do, I'm gonna try to do another playthrough of one, just Metal Gear Solid. One I can see myself because I've only played through one once, and I also watch Barrett play. But like, I've only played through through it myself once. Two, I've also only played through once. Three, I think I played through like three times, and so I think I'm gonna do one or two. Okay, maybe one because I think one is probably quicker than two. I like that. Yeah. Uh, let's jump in. Space Time Dave resubscribes at the tier one level for 105 months. Says, will the jabronis be playing MW3 beta this week? Uh, you know what, Space Time Dames? We got our asses whooped last week. And I think we learned a valuable lesson that we just don't got that dog in us in Modern Warfare 3. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to give you a hard maybe. We're a Counter-Strike family right now. That's oh. what we're interested in. Wait, we're you have the dog in you in Counter-Strike? We got that dog in us. In yeah. Counter Bless. You should come join us for one of these streams because we love playing Counter-Strike. We're having a ton of fun. Hell yeah. I love playing tomorrow. Think about it. Think about it. I've thought about it. <laughs> oh, you're killing me. I've thought me. about it. Uh, and then a couple of shout outs. Astro Fan Forever, Tier 1 Seven for 42 months. Apocalypse Cow. Apocalypse. Tier 1 Seven for 37 months. Says, like the beard, Mikey. Keep up the great work. And thanks for all the excellent content, team. Uh, uh, KF, thank you. Thank Did you, you know our friends over at Upspec Gaming with the X screen yep. messaged me today. And they were like, hey, just so you know, super sale right now for the X screen. Thanks to Amazon Prime Day. Oh, wow. So a little, a little extra discount, $180 is the price tag on that one. So you get a little sweet sale on that one. Was it $184.99? There you go. So you, you, if you haven't listened to the latest Down X from cast, $250. Yeah, that's a good deal. Boom. Greg Miller showed his love. Love it. Shared his love. love my all Talked about, about it on uh, uh, my Greg way today, too. Thing's sweet, man. Thing's yeah. sweet. Yeah, I like Very the sweet. carrying case it comes yeah. with as well. Yeah. If you buy that, it's sick. Uh, let's go back over to the YouTube side of things because we had a lot of questions coming in, which is very exciting right now. We like questions from you, the YouTube chat. Let's Shadows says, so is X Defiant still going to launch in a preseason even after all these delays? Did they learn nothing from Halo Infinite beta, quote unquote? Beta? I mean, what's the what's there to not learn, right? Like, is it are they saying that based on the preseason that it wasn't good? Or are they mm -hmm. saying that like... I mean, if that's the case, yeah, like, I think that's part of why you delay, right? Like, I think you take your time yeah. with it. I mean, to Greg's point of uh, our conversation during the show, like, I think it's I, th I think it's a very good point of, hey, like, other games have come out and, like, have been pretty good and got good conversation and didn't even make it in um, in what the state of the, the um, like, games of service industry is right now. Like, is X Defiant going to be the one to come through and actually, like, make it big? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, and so, yeah, I think I think really all they can do at this point is like just see it through and see what happens. But <laughs> see it through, you know, <laughs> like do you want them to cancel it? Do you want them to work on it for another two years? Like yeah. I think at this point you just got to shit or get off the pot. And so I think they're gonna shit. <laughs> I was gonna say I think they're gonna shit. That sounds very aggressive, but like I think they're mm -hmm. gonna put it out and like just see. Okay, there it is. Put it out and see. Say Chalet writes in again. Says Greg, Hi. you still play DC Heroes? Stuck on twenty oh five, twenty five. 20-5. Oh, he's stuck on Chapter 2, World 5 or whatever. Uh, I 
Oh, you took two oh five. Okay. Oh, 20. Okay, I see what he's saying. Okay, you're like, you're fucking <laughs> giving it to me in Morse code over like, here. Sorry, 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 sorry. That means. Yeah, he's always on like Area 20, you know, Mission 5 oh, okay, or whatever. Okay. Or whatever the higher this is an RDC Heroes. This the is MMORPG, the, the greatest game. DC Universe Online. I mean, Come on, they rocks. just put out a brand new rocks. drop. There's a new episode exactly. out. We're getting ready for PS5. Get ready. That's going to be December, y'all. Um, or I think they said holiday, but whatever. We said we're going to play mm -hmm. that. And, you know, are we rolling new characters? We'll decide. We'll figure it out. Yes, no, but no, really. Like, it's still on my phone. I haven't uninstalled it, but I haven't opened it in a couple weeks, probably. A okay. fun match three game, but, you know, it it's yeah. match three. He's a match three guy. You're a match three I guy. I love no, you are. You know that. You're a match three guy. Yeah, when does Honkai come out? Is that really tomorrow, or is there like a countdown today? Where's that Honkai Star Rail? Yeah, I want to play some Honkai Star Rail. Honk. Someone said 10 p.m. tonight, but I don't know oh, if tonight. that was... tonight. Okay. Uh, I don't know why 10 p.m. too. That doesn't really make sense, but... That's what someone said when we were talking about... Might be about. territory. Okay, okay. Because it's Holyoverse. Co-op 64 writes in and says, Do you see PS Studios announce anything before end of year? Game Awards, baby. Yeah, I was going to say Game Awards, probably. You'd get something. What are they bringing? What kind of heat would you bring? Oh, Is man. it Wolverine time? Oh, Riding man. the back in the hype I of Spider-Man so. 2, you bring out Wolverine. A little teaser of that. Death Stranding 2 trailer. It's coming uh, out I mean, next year. Of course, year. right? Kojima yeah. and him. Yeah. Why I think not? it might be time to drop a Wolverine trailer there. Again, it would just be another cinematic, right? To remind you it's happening. Maybe you put 2024 at the end. Maybe it is just Logan cutting somebody up. Mm, but that's like me that. dreaming. Here's what Concord I'm dreaming is. a lot here. Concord. Yeah, okay. I think there's a good chance yeah. to see like one of their multiplayer yeah. games. So, and I think Concord is the one that's slated for next year. Yeah, yeah. Or is it fair? It games? could be again. You know, try to change some of that uh, 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 conversation. Well, first off, I bet you get something Helldivers there at Game Awards. Yeah, that makes sense. More Helldivers. Yeah, it's yeah. out February. Okay. Just a fun trailer. Okay. Super short okay. trailer. Maybe okay. even pre-show trailer. Uh, but I would. I you could also. Oh, I lost where I was going with this one. Oh, I think it, you could do it. Uh, you know, a tease for Ghost. Like, we all know Ghost must be happening. Another Ghost. Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost two. of Tsushima 2. We all know that the, la the state of play left a bad taste in our mouth because of all these live service games. Okay. So why not remind it? We are still, we're still making first Hey, we cooked games. up those games you love. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Concord is the one that's slated for uh, 2024. I think you got to do like a big, like, you got to create hype for that one, right? Like, I think now, now that they've put a lot of them out there in terms of, hey, you're getting a marathon, you're getting fair games, you're getting this, you're getting that. I think now's the time to focus in on Hey, now let's focus on Concord and why this is exciting and why y'all should care about it. And I think giving us like a giving us a gameplay trailer at Game Awards and then using 2024 to give us more deeper dives into what the gameplay is and what that the gameplay loop is and what the multiplayer stuff is gonna do. Um, I, I I think that might be a way to get us hype. But yeah, right now, like, you know, right now I think we're all sitting in a place where it's like, all right, cool, like we get Concord, we get Concord. But like I think Game Awards would be a good first step to getting us excited. Okay. I'm excited to see what they got. They always got something cooking that I'm excited for. Yeah, sure. What's up with Naughty Dog? You know what well, I mean? Like, when, when, tell you. you know, <laughs> they were thinking about making factions. a games and service game. We, exactly. Yeah. We got that games and service game. But like, when are we going back to the sauce? And like, imagine what is that sauce? Like, you know what I mean? Game is it something new? Yeah. New IP something probably. new? I hope. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. So I don't want them to go right back to Last of Us. I'd no. rather see them do Last something cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wanted to see them do something Uncharted new. Uncharted 5. I would love no, Game Wars to end. Like, get to the end, and Jeff Keighley's, like, doing that thing where he's getting really excited. He's, like, he's, smi he's smiling ear, ear to ear, Because right? he knows. He's yeah, got yeah. something. He's like, oh, man, we got one more thing. Take a look at this world premiere, and it is Sony Santa Monica, and it is... Um, whatever like game. new yeah cory barlog oh, sci-fi or whatever wow. it is like i i would love for that to happen. field of stars yeah <laughs> you're in a spaceship the controls are kind of clunky and That's your menus crazy. a lot 
A lot of loading screens. <laughs> that shit could be lit. That shit could be lit. Jim Tasty writes in with a $5 super chat and says, Is Redfall now a goatee contender after its massive patch last week? Yes. I do want to check what? it out. I would love to jump back frames. in and check it out with you. And they did some other stuff, too. They did a little more, added yeah, yeah, yeah. more uh, NPCs, more engagements out there. You can, to stealth, now, right? you you can finally stealth mm -hmm. kill in an arcane game. Um, all right, but yeah, right, yeah. I'm down. It's a tough one. Tough one that we don't want to talk about. Okay, no, we no one's going to go back. At least to you it, guys then. had yeah. um, Hi-Fi Rush. We had Hi-Fi Rush. Best we had Xbox Starfield. Okay, well, I mean, it was a late game. Yeah, Starfield, Forza. There's some. Yeah, this was a good turnaround year. You put you put Redfall at just here. like above bad and just mediocre, and we don't like constantly bring it up. You look at Xbox and say that was a good year. Y'all did the damn thing. Y'all are turning it around. Yeah. You know what I mean? But next year, even more pressure because Redfall didn't deliver. People were mad at that. It was one of the biggest games that they had, you know, in the pipeline, and it just did not live up to what it needed to do. And so it puts kind of a, a you know, a blemish on this year that wasn't that bad. It was a good year yeah. with some good games. And so now next year, let's deliver and keep that build going. Especially if PlayStation just all of a sudden is like, yo, we're into multiplayer live service games. Well, this is the future. <laughs> Shit's going to be lit, We're not behind the curve. We're ahead of it. It's <laughs> going to come back gonna around. It's going to be lit. You'll be back here. Don't worry. 180. Tofu Dragon writes in with our final super chat of the day. Any news on more D&D &D content? Also, would love to see behind the scenes of Nick making D&D &D content. I guess that's a question for me, huh? Yeah, no news uh, on <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, as of right now, there is no plans for more D&D content. Nick Scarpino is transitioning into assisting on other projects within Kind of Funny that uh, that require his attention. There will be more D&D content on the way, though. I can promise that. But I would not be looking for more D&D content in the short term as Nick now moves his priorities into other cool projects that he is assisting on. Greg, do you know what Nick's doing? Nick is doing? <laughs> this sounds very exciting, whatever other projects Nick is shifting his attention to. Nick's trying to make a cyborg. Oh, shit. Shit, he's Damn. turning Kevin into a cyborg. <laughs> that shit would be crazy. Uh, but yeah, we'll do more D&D content. But you know what? We have so much more content on the way each and every day here in the spare bedroom. Of course, the Kind of Funny studio. Always keeping the lights on, having fun with all of you. Right now, we are going to transition into the lab where Nick and Andy are going to spend some time with the Steam Next Fest. There's a RoboCop demo out right now. Oh, for there the, is RPG I liked a little bit? Yeah, there's Aggro Crag out right now. Ooh. Aggro Crab. Crab, yeah. Not the Crag. <laughs> God, the I'd crag. be so good at the Crag. It'd be unbelievable. The last live game says Nick's other projects equals fixing, How is that <laughs> fixing the happen? HVAC system. Nickelodeon, if you still have the rights <laughs> to Guts, make a Guts video game like Fall What are we doing is right. That'd be sick. Uh, but of course, this will wrap up Kind of Funny Games Daily. Thank you all so much for watching. If you're watching live on Twitch, you don't got to go anywhere. If you over on YouTube, there will be a brand new link available just in a moment. We'll see you all very, very soon. Thank you for watching. Bye-bye.